Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Mark Zorl with the Plan Vision Podcast. Did you listen to Jason Lynch's podcast about becoming a better investor? I did. Enjoyed it. I thought I'd do a follow-up. You know, we always don't you know, work in the same industry. You might, you might hear different advice from advisors. I might have different attitudes or opinions than Jason, even though we work for the same firm. Not big differences, maybe slight differences. But I thought, hmm, I'm going to do a follow-up to this. It's always better to do the second one than the first one. So uh, I'm just going to follow up on Jason's comments. He had several here. I thought it was pretty good. One of his comments that he made right off the bat was that psychology is a big, yeah, psychology is. It's a huge part of investing. Of course, you got to have a job and make money and save money, pay the bills and stay healthy and do all and, you know, pursue happiness and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to actually investing, even saving money, your psychology is such a big part of it. And for me, it's a big battle. I'm going to do that in another podcast about like my saving habits. But psychology is such a big, big part of this. He's talking about um, the idea, particularly for younger folks, about thinking about what you're saving for and thinking of it in terms of um, your your future instead of retirement. And that focusing on your future might be better than focusing on your I'm I'm okay with focusing on your retirement if that's what you want to do. However, the word retirement does mean a lot of different things to different people. So for a lot of people, I don't even use that word. Now, for some people, I clearly do, but sometimes I just don't refer to that word. But I'm okay if you want to use the word, if you want to think about saving for your retirement. But his point about saving for your future, I think is valid. He also talked about when you think of numbers or how to come up with a target to uh, think in terms of a percentage of your income, which I think for some people work, particularly if you if you uh, automate your savings, because like through employer-based plans, because that's many times going to be on a percentage basis, not always. But I'm fine with picking a number too. Because he, you know, Jason mentioned, well, if you pick a number and then you don't get there, you fail. Eh, big deal. You can recover. I think it's okay to come fall short as long as you're an adult about it and don't go, you know, get in the fetal position because you didn't meet your goal. Things happen, get in the way. Are you being honest with yourself and and saving on a regular and consistent basis? So I think it's okay to pick a dollar amount as in addition to a percentage amount. So a little bit of a difference of opinion there. He did have an awesome idea. I had never even thought about this. I've been doing this forever. Well, not forever, but for a long time. And having kind of fundamental base goals, then moderate goals, then stretch goals. That's pretty cool, actually. Um, I don't know why I hadn't thought about that. or I had never even come across reading that. So you pick a baseline to save for, and then maybe if you can stretch that year, then you accomplish that little extra. And then even beyond that, maybe a little bit more. Wouldn't that be cool if you did that? You'd be proud of yourself at the end of the year. So that was really an awesome idea. Also, the whole notion of action items. How are you going to get there? I know that seems obviously fundamental. Well, you got to do something to get there. But thinking through those and or writing them down, yeah, that's pretty valuable. Sometimes I neglect that in talking with my clients. I usually go through steps with them. But um, you know, we can't assume that people necessarily are specific about what they need to be and then maybe writing them down and, and tracking them. He also talked, this one is this one is a big part of how I think. It's asset allocation. And just to simplify that whole thing, 
I have found working with people over time, they tend to burn out on asset allocation. They're more interested when they start learning about personal finance and they're intrigued with ways to structure a portfolio and all the different resources and ideas that are out there through blogs and, and books and so on. But I have found that I'm, I'm less interested in asset allocation. I think it has less of an impact. I think you need to be diversified. You need to invest in a way that makes sense for your situation and you need to have your assets in the right place, but you don't need to, you don't need to spend so much of the energy that people are spending on that. Yes, and his comments about putting growth assets and things like Roths, TFSAs, ISAs, that's wise as well. Keeping your fees under control, yeah, do that. That's a pretty much a given on our recommendations. Um, keeping the financial services industry as much out of your investments as possible is um, except for your except for your your plan vision fee is um, important. Then he went into some other areas about charitable giving and how to handle those. It's a little more complex and more of what he does. And I think that's valuable for many people that are at a point in their life where they're doing that. One thing he did mention, which I, I as he as he's kind of wrapping up his his chat, was about having an IPS. I'm more mixed on that investment policy statement. I think there are people that we do planning, you know, for everyone that don't even need to have a plan. And they'll, they'll turn out to be okay. Now, I think most people are going to be better off if they have some plan, even if it's a, a kind of a crude or rudimentary plan. An IPS investment policy statement is the kind of the rules that help you make decisions and, and have targets and, and make sure that you stay on course with your investments. I don't think everyone needs to have one of those, but they can be very helpful to many people. And we've been wanting to do this for so long, but we're going to be rolling out on our new website. Eventually, this will be a second phase, um, kind of an IPS on it, where it'll have action steps for our clients and, and kind of what they can use to follow along in their investment program. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. I want it to be simple and, and very easy to see, but that will be a, a way that we can help our clients move forward with their plans. So those are excellent ways, as Jason mentioned, that you can become a better investor with my little twist on it. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered. 